0: Welcome back to the Just Means Less ACC podcast with your
1: hosts, Micah and Nick. Nick, how are we doing this Sunday evening? Dude, I'm doing great. Uh, The weather's nice outside. Uh, Touched some grass, as they say, which was very relaxing, very nice. Um, It was a great week for baseball. Man, I'm, I'm doing pretty good, man. How about you? How about yourself since well, we last saw each other on Tuesday?
0: You're being a little selfish saying it was a great week for baseball. You know, maybe it was great for one of us, not so <laughs> great for the other. No, it was good. Um, you know, we'll, we'll, of course, have to lighten the listeners. You know, Nick got the pleasure to see what is just a wonderful evening at the ballpark with Micah when uh, when he cares about who's playing. Because uh that was fun, Nick. Um we made the uh we made the home plate umpire laugh. We made a lot of Appalachian <laughs> State fans laugh. It was uh it was a good time. I'm gonna tell the story real quick, Nick. So I'm our not, listeners. you
1: you shouldn't say we. I think you made the umpire
0: laugh. That's fair. So I
1: made a couple app state fans laugh, but you made a most of them laugh.
0: That's fair. Well, you know. <laughs> When you work in the sport, you have to find a way to get it out eventually. You've been to so, I've been to so many ball games this year that I haven't been able to say what I want to say. I mean, Nick, you, you can be honest right now. Like, was anything I said ever over the line? I don't think it was. I hope not.
1: I, nothing you said. Like, You didn't curse anybody out. You didn't do any of that. There was one when the ump actually looked at you, but then he <laughs> smiled. That's when I thought it was over the line. But it, when he smiled, I was like, oh, my God, that's hilarious.
0: So, to so listeners, the people you don't understand understand what we're talking about here. So, we had an umpire, and Nick can attest to this. Yeah. And I think everyone in the ballpark or watch this game, he has, He was the most accurate, inaccurately judgmental zone. Like, he has the most consistently inconsistent zone I've ever seen. Yeah, it was I bad. Mean, one, like – one pit, like, and the thing was, it was consistently inconsistent for both teams. So it wasn't like it was actually like, bad. Like he wasn't favoring Wake. He wasn't favoring App. Like there were some situations where, like, you could make an argument that, oh, they caught co- he he cost App more in the second, or he cost Wake more in the third based off the situation at hand. But nothing was like predetermined. Like, yeah, he's definitely like giving Wake the benefit of the doubt because of the number two team in the country, or you know he's expanding the zone for a team that's like an underdog here in app. So it was very inconsistent play. Um, you know, we made app state fans with the, he leaned into it chirp um, after uh, our, our guy decided to lean into a Lucas. Yeah. Pitch. yeah Lucas it was that It was lean into bad. a. Lean into a (laughs) a hit by pitch. So when you're uh, done, when you're done with your
1: story, I have a funny story about that. After okay, so continue. So
0: of course, you know, I any any other hit by pitch, especially for App State, I just would yell. He leaned into it, and people I think (laughs) thought it was funny. That was
1: funny. So
0: like, you know, I wasn't trying to be a jerk. Like the one time I didn't say it was the one time like he almost got beamed in the head. Like I wasn't gonna say it then because that was actually kind of scary for a second there, but. You know, of course, we said that, but in, I don't know, was it the seventh or eighth inning, Nick, the crowd had kind of emptied out. It was pretty clear Wake was going to win the ball game. And they announced, you know, that this is the record crowd, largest crowd in the history of App State baseball, right? And my dumbass decides to just, like, make a joke, very loud, of course, that, you know, end quote, and we still all had to pay to watch this umpire perform. And the umpire (laughs) is looking directly at me. And for everyone that doesn't know, Nick and I were sitting two rows behind on plate oh yeah
1: it it was like 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 like, you got a scope on us dude
0: like it was easier for the umpire to hear us than like people make the last row of a very small ballpark and (laughs) he's looking right at me and he just chuckles and he points and waves and like i then was like oh like you know are you doing great you you know. if you were
1: on the floor Micah, you would (laughs) have gone into the fetal position
0: dude absolutely you curled up like a cat dude Dude, I got so scared because like I mean like it wasn't I mean again nothing I said was like, like I didn't personally attack oh this dog is agreeing with me I guess I didn't get personally attacked you know like I didn't attack him personally I never like I think honestly Nick the worst comment I made all night wasn't even that one and it was the one that I made about how you know it's bad when like when I like one time I yelled you know it's bad when both teams fans hate you yeah <laughs> That yeah. may have been – I think that was the worst comment I made on that. Like, I think that's
1: where I cranked.
0: Because, like, hate's too – strong. And again, people laughed at it, but it was probably too strong of a word to use. But, again, I never got, like – I never attacked the guy. I never was, like, you know, F your mother or anything like nothing like that. You know, it was more just taking shots at him, like, it's kind of for fun. And good for him for being a good sport because, you know, like, I thought what I said, like, the – you know, the one that made – like the umpire actually react and kind of laugh. Like I thought that was actually legitimately funny. <laughs> like that was one of those, like, if he would have like, I mean, I think he would, but like, let's say he, he was, he had a stick up his butt and decided to toss me. Right. Like I would have been actually pissed if I got tossed for that. <laughs> Cause like I have the right to make that comment. <laughs> like that was nothing there was above like, you know, disrespectful to him or his family or like who he was as an individual it was more of like, and we and like technically I could defend myself and say, well, how do you know that I said it was a bad thing? You know, because all I said was, and we had to pay to watch this umpire perform all night. Could have been a compliment, right? Yeah, and we all know it wasn't, but, <laughs> but, shout out to the App State fans too. They were really cool. Um, I mean, I hope that I, I kind of hope that, dude, that they actually can like, can kind of turn it around a little bit because. I mean, they can get a fan base. Like, people care at App State if they have a reason to care. So, yeah, that was cool. But I want to hear your story. I'm guessing it has something to do with uh, with Lucas.
1: Yeah. Well, the next day, uh, I'm working at the deli, and Seth calls. And I had just missed Lucas because I got in at, like, 10 o'clock. And I had just missed him by, like, 10 minutes. And that's what my parents told me. I was like, oh, my God, I wanted to rag on him so bad for leaning into that pitch, which was so obvious that he did. And Seth calls in his order. And Seth and him are roommates, their best buddies. And I was like, dude, you got to tell Lucas from me that he 100% leaned into that pitch. And he was <laughs> dying laughing. He was like, oh, yeah, I know. I was watching. That was so bad. <laughs> that was that was really bad. But, All I
0: got to say is kudos to App State for making Lucas Costello think that he needs to lean into a pitch yeah. <laughs> in the third inning of a one-run game. Yeah. <laughs> Just to get on true. base. Like honestly kudos.
1: <laughs> I was so I was also talking to I was talking to some of the other guys who were, who made the trip up to App cuz they did dra- travel pretty lightly um up to Boone and Oh my God, Micah, this is the first you're hearing this from me because I didn't say anything to you yet. Those fans were ruthless to those guys behind the dugout because we sat behind home plate. The fans that kind of sat on that hill where that oh, I'm fire sure. Was going, oh my God, you know how this is this is whack. I've only heard this at one place, and the whole country knows that this fan base does this. The Duke. Cameron crazies will look up information about every single play. Oh, right,
0: that's not just a Duke thing. But anyways, continue.
1: The, I'm sure it's not just a Duke thing, but like it's really well known that Duke does that. Yeah. So App did the same thing to the <laughs> uh, the right fielder Pierce Bennett because oh boy. Pierce. I mean, there was a fan base like behind right the right field wall. They were along the foul line they were everywhere and they just ragged on him new information about his mom his sister his (laughs) ex-girlfriend like they were talking so much shit it was unbelievable and then like what the guys told me was like by the eighth inning when wake was winning like 10 to 3 you know pierce had some words for them so it was nice and he had a good game too uh which was nice but man those app state fans we Obviously, there was that one guy, Micah, that just <laughs> was ruthless to Tommy Hawk, calling him an 8th grader. can't believe that 8th b- grader played best, in the ACC. Best middle schooler I've ever seen. I know. For the number two <laughs> team in the country. and he, When he was making those comments to Tommy, he was three feet away from hitting a Grand Slam.
0: Yep. <laughs> I was
1: so upset that he didn't do that. That would be so funny, but... It was good to see you, man. It was awesome to be up in that stadium. Uh, It is is beautiful for what it is, the scene around it. It's just like the right time of year. Um, And it it did help for it being a packed ballpark. Um, No, it was a lot of fun. I could check off another baseball park and college baseball that I've been to, which is nice. Um, But it was fun. It was a great little literally halfway point between you and me. I'm an hour and a half from Boone. You're an hour and a half from Boone. So, it's a nice little meetup. I hope you enjoyed all the stuff I brought you. I do like my East Tennessee State shirts that you got me. So, um, hopefully the food that I brought you, Micah, was really good and brought you comfort on the way home.
0: I only uh, have one complaint, Nick. I needed what? two chicken parms, man. Just <laughs> one? I mean, come on. Like, I'm starving. No, it was it was so good. Uh, I've been... I finally got the girlfriend to try the bread, and dude, she is hooked. We, uh, I put it in a pan with some olive oil. So I oh, cooked that's it up and, beautiful dude! I cooked it up with butter and olive oil. And then we've been dipping it in like a, like an olive oil Italian dressing my grandma makes. That's awesome. So, like, yeah, dude, that's, it's been that's literally perfect for that bread. Not, not, not great for the calories, but you know, I ain't gonna say no. <laughs> yeah. So those were good, and you know, obviously, like. She dude, she burned through all those cookies. Oh my goodness! And the donuts, man. are the z, z, Oh man, those are the Z. What is it? Those
1: Zep-lis. Italian donuts.
0: Zeppelin's, dude. My. Oh my gosh, those are so good. Good. Well, shout out. Was, was, it. was it Lucas who called those out on the pod? Because if so, I'm giving Lucas credit, even though I know you probably. Yeah, Lucas. It's your family those that out makes the them, pod. but yeah, yeah, shout out to Lucas. Those things are whew, gas. But um, yeah, no, dude. It was it was a blast. Um, it was great to see the number two team, number one team, depending on who you ask in the country. Um, you know, that was that was fun. Um, but all right, Nick. Wait, real quick. Does the shirt fit you? I haven't tried it yet, actually. I Now that you mentioned it, I still – like that day, dude, I got home. I threw everything on the thing, and I went straight to bed. And, yeah. like, the last, like, three days I've been – like today, We had a, our softball game got moved up to 10 a.m. So, like, I've just been – Let's just get through the day.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I haven't even tried it yet, so I'll have to do that when we're done here, but you, I'm sure it will.
1: You're one of the cool kids because we've been selling those shirts like like nobody's business, man. Uh, so you're one of the cool kids. So if you get recognized one day out of random when you're in Tennessee or wherever you are, yeah.
0: I just don't know what story do I tell. Do I tell the story of how like I'm basically the marketing manager for Dioli's? I mean, I mean, let's be frank with the amount of free advertising we give them. Do I say that, like, I host a podcast with the son of the of the owner? Do I, like, I don't know how I, do I want to say I used to live in Winston-Salem because that's also a factual statement. But I also never had it before when I lived in Winston-Salem. So I'd heard of it but never gone. So I think we'll have to just rock with, you know, I'm just best friends with, the you know, the owner. Or pretend like yeah. you're the owner.
1: Perfectly so. fine with me.
0: Cool. Well, Nick, I tweeted out about an hour ago the current pool plays for the AC tournament. Um, Our two teams that are currently missing are Florida State and Georgia Tech. Nick, I will allow you to take this conversation wherever you want to go to first. I personally want to talk Georgia Tech and rip this Band-Aid off because we need to have a conversation about the Yellow Jackets.
1: You know what? I – I think we should do it. Let's let's rip the Band-Aid off. Let's talk about Georgia Tech.
0: What the heck is going on, man? I mean, they lose 10-7 in game one. They Dude, they just don't have pitching. Like, I mean, that's, that's, that's just flat out. They don't have pitching. Yeah. Like, they Honestly, Nick, I think they're the worst team in the ACC right now. Like Standings won't say that because Florida State's behind them. But Florida State, Georgia Tech, who would I take in a series right now? Honestly, I'd take Florida State. Yeah, I think I would too. Like, disclaimer Virginia Tech fans, I am not belittling a sweep of Georgia Tech. What you did, we will get to this in a little bit. But we learned this weekend, Nick, in my opinion, and I think you'll agree, there is not a single dog shit team in this conference. Like, there is no roll out of bed and automatically win a series against anybody in this conference. I don't care who you are. Wake can't do it. Virginia can't do it. They literally didn't do it this weekend. Like you have to show up because if the other, like if Georgia tech or Pitt or whoever shows up in a series with you and you don't, you will lose it home way neutral. Don't care. (laughs) So there's that Virginia tech credit kudos to you because you were dominant for pretty much this entire series. Maybe there's like an inning or two. You can look back and say, yeah, Georgia Tech was the better team in that inning. But, I mean, good gracious. Like, Georgia Tech was a team we were talking about. Oh, man, they can turn around. They're going to make the NCAA tournament. Dude, they're, <laughs> they're going to be playing in the ACC tournament at this rate. Yeah. I mean, it's – and I think that's what's got to be most frustrating, and I'm, we've seen it with our good old, you know, one of our best, most loyal fan bases on Twitter with Georgia Tech, is, like, they're wasting this offense, man. Like, is this not the reverse of Iowa football?
1: It literally (laughs) is.
0: Like, this is a team that, like, take these bats and put them on any team in the ACC right now, and I feel pretty confident that they're a bubble team at the bare minimum. But they have not had the pitching, man. Like... And, like, the worst part is, is, like, we've had a little bit of issue with them struggling down the stretch with, you know, different situations of just not being able to close a game out or whatever it might be. I'm going to double check these box scores real quick. But if I'm not mistaken, they were dominated on the starting front this weekend. That is very concerning, to be frank. So, man, like. I, I, I'm not going to lie, I only watched a little bit of Friday and a little bit of uh, yesterday's end of their game when I was already out of hand. I just kind of tuned in just to kind of see if I can get some, you know, tidbits from the game. But, I mean, they were outscored, what was it, 32? Yeah, 32 to 10? I mean, my gosh. Like, Friday, again, was the most competitive game they had And they're down six to one after four and down nine to two after five, like kudos to them for battling back to make things interesting, making it a nine, seven game, go up, going into the bottom of the eighth. But man, they were just to be very frank, terrible. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, like, you know, (laughs) if we want to talk, I mean, I know you tweeted it out, Nick, but like, the only team in college baseball this weekend, from a like hitter standpoint, that could be more pissed off at their pitching staff might be Kansas after their game today, where they scored 18 and still lost by three runs. <laughs> uh, the best part—the best part was Nick because I, I watched the beginning of that game when Kansas State got up to a 13 to nothing lead <laughs> before Kansas had had a chance. Like Kansas's lineup had not even gotten all the way through yet, and it was 13 <laughs> nothing. Oh my god! <laughs> like after three, Nick, it was thirteen to seven. <laughs> That's wild, like unreal. <laughs> but you know, I mean, I just I want to say that Virginia Tech just proved that they're as good as what we thought they could be because I do think there is some of that in this in this scenario here, especially because they did this, they completed the sweep. But, and there's the big but, I mean, Georgia Tech, this is awful. And it kind of starts to throw some red flags up on to some of these teams, man, like North Carolina, who kind of struggled to take two or three against them. Like, you know, you start building, like Georgia Tech's becoming a, not a, a bad win, of course, but like, I'm not giving anybody credit now that's beaten Georgia Tech this year. Yeah. Like, the only the only wins that will get any credit from me with against Georgia Tech is if you held them under three runs. Because <laughs> then you did something that very few teams can do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, but, I mean, what do you got, Nick?
1: Uh, I do want to apologize, too, because I said this to you at the game, Micah. ACC website screwed it up, and I'm looking at it right now. It's it's still screwed up. They still say that they're playing Auburn on April 18th, and that's the game I wanted to pick for my midweek game to watch out for, which was, a, by the way, a great game. And I think you would have picked the same thing. I think that's what you told me um, with Jackson Finley hitting a walk-off grand slam. Cause that, was <laughs> that was unreal. That was <laughs> unreal. Their best player, by the way. Yeah. Um, literally the Shohei Ohtani of uh, the ACC. Um, yeah. And I really want to see that matchup again because the last game against Auburn was really, really close. So I was really looking forward to that. And I'm glad I caught the end of it. Um, but yeah, man, this is, this is not good for Georgia tech. And I do feel bad for their fans. I mean, mainly, yeah, because a lot of you guys follow us and you have a huge baseball fan base. Like, you guys, besides maybe Wake Forest in some NC State, you guys are like right there, and some Virginia as well. You guys are a great fan base to interact with, and it, they are a really good team. Like they can hit bombs. They're they're doing really well, offensively, defensively, pitching. It's so so bad. I mean, Micah, do you see do you see any hope for them? Like the schedule. It's not going to get any easier. They're at Miami, and then guess what? Pitt all of a sudden is looking really good. Duke, they're at Duke. They're suddenly looking really good. And then they have to finish off Virginia. Like, do you see any hope at all? Like, they, they could fall below Florida State.
0: Nick, I have a terrible, terrible hot take. And by terrible, I mean more so that I hope I'm wrong. Georgia Tech's not winning another
1: ACC series the rest of the year. I, dude, that's why I'm starting to feel as like well.
0: the pit series at home is their best chance by far, by far. I mean, like it's easily the, the best chance they've got, but I mean, this is a program that, I mean, you just talked about it. Like, you know, we feel really bad for the, and we're always going to have soft spot for programs, you know, that interact with us on social media. And plus, I mean, George tech's not a I rival. Mean,
1: baseball I, account likes our tweets
0: yeah shout out by the way nick did you notice that we had five different ac teams their official accounts like our tweets this weekend we had clemson like one yeah we had miami like a couple we had georgia tech like one we had pitt like one and we had um oh my gosh i'm drawing up with duke like one there we go so so shout out to those five teams you have a uh, Oh, minus you, pit. Screw you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but oh, oh, minus, <laughs> minus Pitt, of course, no. But all five programs, thank you for that. That was really cool. That made me feel special. I mean, follow would have been cooler, but, you know, we'll take what we can get at this point. We're, we're just chipping away at it. Yeah. But, I mean, dude, this program is, like, the reason why I feel so bad for Georgia Tech fan base-wise is this was their hope, man. Think about it. Football – they actually like they had first off had a terrible team they had a new coach they have the most difficult schedule in the conference every single season like then they also factor in like basketball has been well just for lack of a better term a dumpster fire <laughs> like
1: this they is just a inspired their coach again
0: yeah like this is a like a fan base that needs something some, it's, in a way, the watered-down version of Clemson because Clemson's was a lot of hope in all their sports, and they've all let them down. But Georgia Tech had had nothing right going for them. And, like, Georgia Tech fans aren't asking for a trip to Omaha to make everything right. They just want to be competitive. Yeah, <laughs> And they're wasting this talent. I mean, dude, it's so frustrating because this is a team that – I watched them on a Friday night in Louisville. They were the better fucking team. Excuse my French. I'm a little hot right now when it comes to them. Like, they were the better team in terms of the way they were playing the game. But guess what? When it mattered most, the arms failed them. Again. And it's been a storyline all season. It's very, very frustrating. I mean, isn't a closer? Doesn't he lead the conference in saves, Nick? My He's mis- like...
1: He's like or, a save behind Cam Manassi. Okay. Player.
0: So now so now he's falling behind, but like he was for the longest time there, number one. Yeah. And like that should tell you everything you need to know about Georgia Tech's arms that like they have that shutdown guy when they truly need him, but they haven't been able to get to him.
1: Yeah.
0: Like the, whether it be the bullpen arms in front of him, the start, like, like, I'm going to have to do some deep dives into like true starting pitching numbers and everything like that for all these guys. Like, I mean, maybe if you want to do that tomorrow, if you got some time at work, like, I kind of want to know, like, whose bullpens have been lights out, who's starting pitching. I mean, we already know who the best starting pitching rotation is in the ACC, but, like, who behind Wake, you know, all that stuff. Like, because this is just – I don't know who to put the blame on in terms of, like, is it the bullpen? Is it the starters? Is it a little bit of both probably? (laughs) But this is just ridiculous, man. I mean, again, kudos, like – We know Virginia Tech can swing the bats, and we know they have the pitching staff to be a good team, an NCAA tournament team, but, I mean, my goodness, it has been ridiculous, but that's kind of all I got in that series. I mean, I'm working on my bracketology, Nick. I I think Virginia Tech might actually be in. I, I haven't gotten to that point yet to look at all the RPIs and whatnot, but I'm assuming their RPI has only jumped after this weekend. And if so, that means they have a top 40 RPI. They're going to be a couple games above 500 now. You know, obviously the series win over Virginia is going to be huge. I mean, in their last three series, they've either split or won against quality teams. So, but, I mean, Georgia Tech, like, I I don't know. Nick, I guess. I'm, I'm going to still put some faith in the Yellow Jackets that I do think that there is a very likely possibility. And we'll talk about the Pitt Virginia series here shortly, but I think there's a very big possibility that Georgia tech still sneaks into Durham because of that Pitt series, because, you know, we'll get to Pitt Virginia, but I'm not sure how much I'm putting like that Pitt can do that again, if that makes sense. So, yeah. but I mean, that's all I've got on this series, Nick. Is there anything else you want to add?
1: Um, while we are kind of bashing Georgia Tech, rightfully so, Virginia Tech has quietly snuck under the radar in the last couple of weeks and made themselves a respectable team again this year, not only in the ACC, but in the country. Again, you mentioned it. They split the series with Duke. Unfortunately, they had a game canceled, but they swept Georgia Tech. And before that, or I mean, in between, um, or before the Duke series, they beat you guys uh, two out of three. So it's been looking pretty good for Virginia Tech lately. Um, I I think they are a team that could get hot at the right time. So, about-
0: yeah, absolutely. All right, Nick. Where do we wanna do? We want to get rid of the uh, the second team in this conference that looks like they're just gonna basically. Do we want to talk Florida State and NC State? That way we've covered two, the two teams that are currently on the outside looking in for a trip to Durham in late May.
1: Yeah, why don't we go ahead and rip that Band-Aid off too?
0: Nick, you are so lucky. Florida State's bullpen is taxed and struggling. And their arm, like they're obviously down a, a starter. They're down, like Florida State is injured. Nick, you I think you tweeted it. If not, we either talked about it. But I mean, then I mean, again, yeah, the true freshman today who hit the home run to give them the lead going into the nice.
1: Tibbs. Was, yeah, he yeah. is. He's like, a maniac, dude.
0: Kids kids unreal. Like this yeah. is a this is a quality team. Like Florida State has like they are like you mentioned it. Like this is Link Jarrett's first year. Half of their team, if not more, is freshmen and sophomores.
1: <laughs> like, oh, it's way, it's way, more it's than like half. Isn't it like seventy-five? Crazy. Something. Like, it's yeah, it's, it's insane. It's but like seventy-five like, percent of the team is yeah. freshmen and sophomores. Like, they have like five seniors.
0: This team, I think they did, like there was just too much hype, too much expectation that like Link Jarrett was gonna like take this young squad and just make like the ACC is too good for that. Just to be frank, like it's yeah. not. A shot at Florida State, like they're just like, think about how many teams right now are being led by juniors and seniors, and or you know grad transfers from, from other top you know mid major programs that are finishing out their career at a Virginia or a Wake or whoever, you know, like this is, <laughs> this is just not like if Florida State man, and I mean this in no disrespect to like the Big Ten, but if Florida State was in the Big Ten for baseball right now, they'd probably be a top twenty five team and running that shit. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. <laughs> like, they would be at least up there with Indiana and Iowa and Michigan and Nebraska and all those teams that are getting some conversations about being NCAA tournament teams. I mean, Florida State, I think, is the official first team done. Or I think they're done. Like, I, Yeah. Like, they're, they would have to win every series moving forward and probably have to make almost all but one a sweep. And that's just not happening. <laughs> Like, they've played a tough schedule to this point, so it's probably going to get a little bit easier, I'm sure, down the stretch. But, I mean, you had your chance with Clemson. you got to get one. Like, Nick, NC State did not play their best ball this weekend. The amount of guys they left in scoring position was unreal. I was mad for you, Nick, and I actually wanted Florida State to win. Sorry, but I just wanted to see them get, like, a win in the series. But, like, dude, this was ridiculous. Like, I mean, what did you see from an NC State fan's perspective? Like, what's your takeaway? Like, are you are you happy with NC State? I mean, you, you can't be disappointed at NC State. They found a way to sweep. <laughs> they did what they needed to do, so you can't be mad at them. But, like, what is your takeaway from this weekend series and rally?
1: Um, I think Florida State is a nitty-gritty young team that – in the future, if all those guys stay, they're going to be right back where they were a few years ago. Back in the top twenty-five, hosting Super Regionals, all that stuff. Um, they just won't go away. And like when you look back at some of their series, they don't, or they do actually do. So, I mean, some games are competitive. Some are, you know, obviously they're all freshmen, dude. Like they lose eleven yeah. nothing to Miami. They lose fourteen or thirteen to four to Miami. Uh, 12 to 4 to Virginia, 15 to 4 to Virginia. Um, I mean, 14 to 3 to State in game one. Florida State will be okay in the future. Um, they got a great coach. They have a ton of ton of talent that's up and coming with their freshmen and sophomores. Like the stat that I tweeted out, they had 17 freshmen and 38 of 38 players on that team are either freshmen or sophomores that so that means in a 50-man roster they had like nine juniors five seniors something like that it was nuts um with that so they never say die they they kept battling against nc state which was great to see um, they're gonna have a great club coming up next year And i think you're right we can rip the band-aid off of florida state Call them done. I don't see this team going to Durham, especially with the schedule. I mean, next they got a red-hot Virginia Tech team that's starting to find their groove. They're at Notre Dame. Then you have to finish off with the top two teams in the Atlantic with Wake Forest, and then you're at Louisville. Like, that's not going to be good for Florida State. Um, So you can rip the Band-Aid off of them. I think they're done. Um, As for NC State, dude – I'm just glad the bullpen didn't. I'm glad the bullpen didn't give up a lead or anything like that. I mean, they kind of did, sort of did in that game. Actually, no, they never did. Yeah, they never gave up a lead. Um,
0: no, I mean, they. Were up, they were but they, but nothing. they tried.
1: They tried to lose the game today. They, they definitely did. Offensively, they tried to lose the game today, a hundred percent. Defensively, like they were up two to nothing. But I think our starters, the one who gave, who made the game tied. Uh, so, I don't really blame, you know, State's pitching on that or relief pitching at all on that.
0: Yeah, it but was... in the 10th, man, that solo bomb. I mean, I know it's one pitch, but it was a 2-2 count with two outs. Like, credit, that that. credit to them working. Like, they worked that count, and they really did. Like, it was a battle. But, yeah. I mean, he left a, a meatball. Like, I honestly, Nick, I thought the game was over. I should have known better with Florida State. Like their arms were, fried. I mean, they used three pitchers in the bottom of the 10th. Yeah. One guy literally threw four straight balls and was done.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that was bad. And then the other kid went like three and one, walked another kid, and he was done. Yeah. 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 Like, whew. But, uh, But this ooh. was a, for state, for NC State, this was a series that they needed. They needed to sweep this really, really badly. Um, I think we've said it before. State has had the third toughest schedule in all of the land. Um, and they needed the schedule to lighten up uh, down the stretch, which it is. Um, I was really pleased with all three of our starters. We had to switch up the rotation today. Uh, we had to put Dominic in for Friday's game. He pitched a, a gem. Saturday, Logan went. He, Micah, besides the second inning, which – wasn't all his fault. State dropped a pop fly because someone lost it in the sun. And then we went out for a diving catch, went under his glove. The ball ran, to, ran into the wall. All of a sudden, State's down three, nothing in the top of the second. Since then, and you take the first inning, innings one, and then three through eight, Logan Whitaker was perfect. Didn't allow a base runner. Didn't allow a hit. Didn't walk. Didn't hit a batter. He was perfect and it was so great to see um and then i was so pleased with seeing sam highfield come in to close he has had a rough stretch lately with his back surgery last year and state fans know he was kind of the savior of the 2021 team the the freshman that came out of nowhere that helped us get to the world series i mean he was lights out um and to see those two logan and Sam. Come out with a victory that was great saturday night that was awesome and then today uh yeah a lot of guys left on base Um, uh, that's another problem that nc state has that you know the better teams will take advantage of you know wake has taken advantage of it uh virginia miami they've all taken advantage of state not being able to score with ducks on the pond uh and 14 base runners that's that's simply not good leaving that and three times the bases were loaded. But um, I also want to give a shout out to Lou James Gruber, man. That kid is the most underrated ball player in the ACC. Like we, even on this ball club, I think a, he had a huge coming out party uh, in this series. Like he was the best player by far um, in the wake series for NCC. And then this series, he was lights out, had two bombs yesterday uh, just keeps hitting, makes great plays at third. Uh, he's a He is one of the most underrated players in this conference, I think. Um, so State got a great series win, great series sweep. They got Clemson next, which a lot of State fans are hoping will be another sweep. Uh, I'd be happy with two out of three because I know Clemson's starting to get a little hot, but I think State can sweep them as well. We'll see what happens, but... Much needed.
0: Much, much needed. Yeah. Again, kudos to State. I mean, they did what they needed to do. I mean, this is a team that you know, I'm, I'm ranking them in my top 25 for fifth quarter again. I mean, their RPI is, like, yeah, Nick, like, they they sweep Clemson and they can take care of the rest of their ACC series. Not even so much in the sweeps, but, like, you take two of three in Chapel Hill, like, you're probably hosting a regional as long as you don't just – absolutely like bomb the ac tournament yeah so i mean this is a team that like i mean again yeah, a lot of a lot of ball can still happen but if i'm an nc state fan i'm feeling confident that your team's at least making it to a regional this year like this is a this is an ncaa tournament team it is the rpi is way too high like they would they they would have to really shit the bed and i think if they were to shit the bed nick it would have happened this weekend to be frank. Yeah. So, you know, again, kudos to NC State. All right. Let's do it, Nick. Let's talk the series of the weekend. The most fun series of the weekend. Mm-hmm. Wake Forest and Louisville. Nick, I, I take full blame for the Wake losing today. I put my, my uh, Rake Forest shirt on. When they were up 2-0 to, to go to my girlfriend's family's house. Then, of course, realized it became a 7-2 to loss. So that is my fault, Wake Forest. I should have not put the shirt on. I, I jumped the gun. Um, but, I, Nick, we talked about it yesterday. I changed my mind after them losing the series and Vanderbilt taking the series over South Carolina. I've decided my top four in the fifth quarter, which, by the way, was number one LSU Number two, Wake Forest. Number three, Vanderbilt and West South Carolina is not changing. I'm just going to leave it as is because every single team split their series this weekend against top 25 teams. Well, South Carolina obviously went one and two against um, Vandy, but I'm not punishing them when, you know, they're two and three uh, against, you know, the number one, number three team in the country. And we're right there to honestly winning this. Like they should have won (laughs) – the LSU series, and they should have won the Vandy series. So, yeah. I'm not, so I'm not punishing them for that when there's no reason to have Florida jump them when Florida literally plays them this week. But or Arkansas to jump them, or Virginia's definitely not jumping them after this weekend. You know, anyways, like Wake Forest – I mean, I was wrong, first off. I had, I had Louisville in the series. I just wanted to say if I would have known – and I should have just put the writing on the wall, if I would have known that Sean was the Friday starter and Rhett was the Saturday starter, I would have definitely hammered Wake to win the series. (laughs) (laughs) I I know that sounds strange, because obviously that meant that the number two starter for Wake was pitching against the number one starter for Louisville. But we talked about it last week on the show, and I mean, no disrespect to Rhett, because Rhett's probably the top MLB draft pick, but... Sean Sullivan has been the best pitcher for Wake Forest this year. Yeah. Like he has been. It's like all oh, we talked about Carson. Carson. Crap. Want bring down. Carson Leggett? Yeah. Yeah. Carson, okay, Carson Leggett. Leggett, you know, for, for Louisville has been their top guy and he's the he's the Sunday guy. Like, you know, Sean has been the best starter. So now we got a fantastic pitching matchup on Friday, in which Wake Forest just came out rolling, man. Like <laughs> Holy shit.
1: Bomb and after then, bomb after bomb.
0: And then we get a phenomenal pitcher's duel on Saturday. You know, Rhett. Rhett could have gone the full 9. At the rate he was going, I'm surprised they didn't let him go longer to be honest, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> and and then of course, you know, today like I'm not putting too much blame, you know, on on loud. no. Oh, my gosh, I'm trying to like his name. Oh my gosh, Nick, sorry starter. Hartle, thank you. Sorry, I almost said louder, but that's literally right. Yeah, like, Hartle was –
1: he wasn't bad today. He wasn't good, but he wasn't bad. Like this Yeah, you know, if those errors don't happen, you know. Exactly. It changes, for sure. I mean,
0: like, Louisville took advantage of Wake's mistakes today, and that just was plain and simple, like, how it worked out. And Wake doesn't make
1: a lot of mistakes either. No.
0: And Louisville had the better starting pitcher today. Like, when, when I made my prediction that Louisville was going to win the series, I said Carson like it was going to be the reason Louisville won the series. I thought it would be 1 1 going into Sunday. So, no disrespect again to Hartle, but like the better pitcher was on Louisville's side. But again, like it wasn't a drastic better pitcher. And like Louisville had the luxury too. And yeah, they played Bellarmine on a midweek this week, but like. App had to actually use some arms against App. Like, not a lot, but, like, they had to, to be a little bit more invested than Louisville was against Bellerman. So, you know, again, like, Wake Forest just proves, like, that they are uh, – again, I, it's pissing me off that Wake Forest is not getting more discussion for being the number one team in the country, like, from these national media outlets – but if they would have swept Louisville and they weren't the number one team in the country, Nick, I would have rioted on social media.
1: Yeah, like that would have been bad. I, I like, I don't know how many series like LSU needs to win two to one, and Wake would have needed the <laughs> sweep for like the national. Like this would have been the week for Wake to be number one uh, if they had swept Louisville, because that would yeah. have been three. Or how many was that? The season, swept State, swept Clemson, swept Miami. That would have been four ACC series in a row. You yeah. sweat. Like, come on.
0: Because, like, that's the thing. Like, what, what, what is – hurt Wake, in my opinion, was obviously the preseason expectations for LSU. But also, too, like, rightfully so. Like, the first two ACC series is Wake Forest, you know, takes two of three against Notre Dame and Duke. Yeah. So, like, yes, Duke and Notre Dame are quality teams. But, like, two of three against Tennessee or two of three against Duke. Well, currently – there's a lot more of an argument for Duke than there ever has been, but I think you still take Tennessee in that situation. Or Notre Funny, Dame. Because
1: one team is trending really, really high and one's <laughs> trending really low right now with Tennessee. Yeah.
0: But like, you know, if you sweep four straight against especially like the toughest part of that slate, like you have to forgive those those two. We're like, again, LSU should have lost the series. Like, LSU should have lost the freaking Kentucky this weekend in the series. Yeah. They if should've. Kentucky, if Kentucky like Kentucky is a good ball club, but Wake Forest – sorry, Louisville is a better ball club than Kentucky. One went on the road and took two of three. The other went, had at home two of three. And one team had a legitimate chance of sweeping. The other team had a chance of losing the series.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, I watched a lot of that Kentucky-LSU series, and it made me – like, yes, Thursday, Kentucky hammered L- – LSU, or excuse me, LSU hammered Kentucky. But LSU, man, was, like, moments away from losing to Kentucky on Saturday. They obviously lost to them on Friday. I mean, yeah. But, honestly, I walk away from this series going, Louisville is probably hosting a regional at this time. They're the – I think they are now the hands-down third-best team in this conference. I could be wrong, but I think that's where they should sit. And, you know – Wake Forest is is by far the best team in this conference. So that's kind of what I've got from from that
1: series. Yeah, I mean, this could sweep for Wake. I mean, that error doesn't happen at short, and then the rally starts, and that error doesn't happen at first. um, Then they're still within – definitely within striking distance. I think they're, like, down a run if they get that out at first. Um, No, man, they – Wake is so, so freaking good. Like, I, I I can't believe that they just did that to Louisville. Like, went two out of three, one of them in dominating fashion, another win in a shutout. Like, that's so hard to do. That is so impressive as well. Like, game one, to me, was so exciting to see. It's like, holy crap, you are getting full-fledged, Wake Forest, and they're still down two starters. Now, Nick Kurtz was playing DH today, so he might be back in the lineup um, full-time at first base by next series. So we'll see. But, you know, you plug and play. Like, Adam's been out for about a month now. Lucas is making plays like nobody – he's Willie Mays out there and left – like, making plays up against the wall. Like, it was – insane what was happening um and also in game one you had seth keener our guy come out in the what was it the fifth inning i think it was and just shuts like seth was lights out and i was so mad that tom walters did not let him finish that that game he had one out to go and literally it took one pitch to get that one out I was so mad that he didn't let Seth finish that game. That would have been so great. I'm going to shout out his mom because his mom was replying to our tweet saying, would have been so great. I wish he would have uh, finished. Also, he's make, she's making sure that Seth is buying a breakfast sandwich this week because <laughs> Lucas saved his butt <laughs> uh, at that catch with the wall. So that was really cool. Um, my God, this team – they, they have a legit shot, man, winning this whole damn thing. Like, Dude, there's no
0: pitching could, staff in baseball better than them.
1: There's no pitching staff better than them. There isn't a better lineup than this, than this staff. I mean, again, they're still missing two starters. And they're still raking. They're hitting back-to-back-to-back to back to back home runs. Like, Brock is smashing it. Their catcher today smashed it. Lee like... It's incredible what this staff is doing, dude. Like, there's not a better bullpen. There's not a better starting rotation. Their midweek speed is in the top ten of wins in the ACC. Like, how do you beat this Wake Forest ball club? How do you do it? I think Louisville kind of showed how you can do it with great pitching. And you got to make Wake Forest commit errors because they don't commit a lot of errors. When they do, you have to take advantage of it. And that's why, like, the State series was so close because State does have quality starting pitching. Like, Logan Whitaker and Dominic Fritton, and uh, they they are leading the top ten in the ERA in the ACC, but they don't have as great of a bullpen as Wake Forest. They also make mistakes. Wake does it, But Louisville kind of exposed that a little bit today. So that's how you beat this team. But if you can't do that, you're getting ran through, dude.
0: Yeah, I mean, like again, kudos to Louisville. Because, I mean, I, Nick, I personally thought game two was what made me go, wow, Wake Forest is the best team in college baseball. Because, yes, like – Game one happened. They hammered Louisville. But, like, LSU hammered Kentucky. You know, we we see this across college baseball where, like, some there's there's a night where, like, you know, it's, it's basically like an avalanche. You know, one thing falls and the floodgates open. Right. Louisville was battling and battling and battling and battling. And Rhett goes seven quality innings. And they go to the pen and they just shut them down. Like. And in, in the ninth inning, Louisville gets one guy on with one out. <laughs> and the broadcasters are going, you know, it's crazy. This game feels like it's, it's over. Like it's, like, it's not even close. But they get one more guy on, the tying run comes to the plate. Yeah. Like, and you might go, oh, well, that kind of shows you that Wake Forest is susceptible. No, that means that Wake Forest can win anywhere they need to win. Like, the fact that that team struggled offensively in game two And just shut the door on that Louisville team. A desperate Louisville team. And, like, again, you can make arguments. Oh, they shot themselves in the foot. You know, that's a bad ball club. But, you know, great ball clubs don't do that. Dude, then talk to LSU, man. (laughs) Vandy, for God's sakes, lost to Nebraska that way this year. Like, you know, that's going to happen. It's college baseball. Like, unfortunately not every single guy on all these lineups are going to be big leaguers in the next, you know, five years. (laughs) Right. Like some of them are going pro in something other than sports or they're going to be minor league guys and, you know, hopefully they can make it run, but probably washing out at double A. It's just unfortunately how the numbers lie. So like, you know, they're going to make mistakes. So you got to tip your hat to Louisville because, you know, that (laughs) like, I'll, I'll be pissed, Nick, if Louisville falls out of the top five. Or top ten, excuse me, top five. Top ten. Because, like, what do they actually do wrong? Like, yeah, game one was bad. But, like, you can make the argument that game two almost – or game three, excuse me, washes that out. So then it's just yeah. game two was the true rubber match. And, the the like, the number one pitcher in college baseball, according to pretty much everybody, was just lights out. Like – Dude, if if Wake Forest has that Rhett Lauder at all in the postseason, (laughs) Wake Forest might be the team that gets to Omaha without a single loss in a regional or super regional. Yeah. You're telling me this team's got to win four or five games? And, like, you're telling me that, like, they can do it with Sean and Rhett? And then, again, like, (laughs) you're not going to do bad with Josh Hartle. So, I mean, gosh, damn, that's unfair.
1: Yeah. Like, it's I feel really bad. unfair.
0: Like, I feel so bad for the ACC pool plays. Like, right now, of course, Nick, you're Packer in Wake Forest's pool. Like,
1: what <laughs> are you going nice. to do?
0: Like, your, your top guy, like, you need him to be going against Josh Hartrell to have a legitimate chance, or you need the Rhett louder that struggles. Like. <laughs> yeah. Or you need Sean Sullivan to return to what Sean Sullivan expectations were, you know, in terms of just being a quality arm, not this lights out arm. Like that's that's also I think one of the most impressive things, Nick, is Sean Sullivan has yet to look human. <laughs> like this kid Early. night in and like like I mean, I'm not gonna lie, part of the reason why I thought they were gonna lose this series was Nick, I was determined that like either we were gonna get the bad Ret Louder, not the bad, but like you know, not the Rhett louder we know and love, or Sean Sullivan was finally going to look human, and sure, sure enough, he is—he did not look human. <laughs> that man—I mean, it helps when your offense gives you a shit ton of run support, but my gosh, man, that kid is unreal, unreal. So, I mean, whew, we can—I can—I can stroke the ego of Wake Forest all night, but. This was a this this is a series where I walk away positive about both ACC teams and, and just kind of our depth of a top by having top ten teams because I, I'm not upset with Louisville I'm really not <laughs> and I picked them so technically they let me down but I'm not upset with them at all because like they also showed heart man they battled Friday was a little bit tougher but like I mean they didn't lay down Saturday and Sunday you know obviously today like. Like you said, they took advantage of the Wake Forest mistakes. And that's what good ball clubs do.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So, you know, Louisville's got Indiana this week. That'll be uh, in a midweek. That'll be a good one for Louisville to kind of – I know it's a midweek, but Indiana needs it more. So, if you're a better ball club, prove us right. But, you know, that's all I've got for this one. Are you – anything you want to add or are we ready to move on?
1: No nah, man, I think I'm ready to move on. Wake is just looking really good, man. They're back. The
0: U is back, baby. Let's get on the train now. No, but for real though, Miami takes two of three against North Carolina. Nick, I don't want to. I don't want to take away from what Miami did. But I'm starting to think that North Carolina is fraudulent.
1: The – I agree. But I will say every game was one run game.
0: You're right. But there's a very legitimate argument that if North Carolina didn't strategically change their pitcher when they knew the rain was – like, did you see that in game two, Nick, on Friday? I was
1: watching, yeah.
0: Like – they had a mound meeting that took like a minute. Then they came back and then they did their actual pitching change. Oh, and then here comes the rain. Right. With a runner on third and one out. Like, again, I, I'm, not, I'm not this is not me like saying, oh, North Carolina, you're poor sports. That is a hundred percent part of baseball. Like, do that every chance you get. Wow. But the writing was on the wall that Miami was going to win that ball game. Dude, they, like, North Carolina was tired. Then I mean, Think about it. They had to battle all the way back to tie that game. And then, obviously, Miami takes the lead late. Like, or sorry, excuse me. North, my, my, North Carolina took the lead. Miami tied it. And then we obviously, you know, we're in a situation where Miami could have taken the lead there. Like, North Carolina needed a second day to win. And, like, Nick, they should have won game three. They should have won game one. Mm-hmm. They should have beaten Virginia two out of three. And they could have easily lost all three, but, like, I mean, like, legitimately, who does North Carolina have as a quality series win?
1: Uh, like, no one.
0: Like, they, they, yeah, they won this series against Duke. Yeah, they won this series against Duke. That's at home. Like, and that's the, the crazy thing. Dude, their toughest series is, have been at home. Virginia, home. Miami, home. NC State in a couple couple weeks, home. Like, Duke, home. They, they go to Virginia Tech later. haven't played them yet. Like, they played Notre Dame on the road. I mean, that's fine, I guess. They get BC at home. Yeah, like, you know, this is a team that, like, at some point, North North Carolina, you have to stop, like, taking just one. And, honestly, you need to stop. Like, North Carolina sweeps
1: somebody, for God's sakes. (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, like,
0: that's why we called it into question. Because, like, who else have they played? They played Notre Dame, Virginia, Miami, and – Georgia Tech. Oh, that's right, Georgia Tech. And they took two out of three to that, and that's – we just made the argument this is probably the worst team in the ACC.
1: And Pitt, like, but Pitt was only like, Pitt was only one game.
0: Yeah, that's right. And they, they won that one pretty big, didn't they? Yeah, it was 17-7. to 7. Yeah. But like, and sure, you can make, I'm like, oh, we, dude, I'm sorry. But like, even after what Pitt did with Virginia, I'm not saying that Pitt's a bad ball club, but I have still yet to name a series winning at the top half of the ACC.
1: Yeah. Like like Duke is their best series win right now. Absolutely. It's and not like even that's a good series win. Don't get me wrong, Duke is a good ball club. But that's what they have their that's what they're hanging their hat on right now is Duke Yeah,
0: and it, and it's honestly like, dude, NC State has a better series win. Boston College yeah. has a better series win. Virginia has a better series win. Miami has a better series win now. <laughs> I mean for God's sakes, Pitt has a better series win. Virginia Tech yeah. has a better series win, <laughs> like Clemson might have a better series win, <laughs> probably not, but like eh, it's arguable, eh, it is, so Clemson's both have been at home, though, so maybe we can't make that argument, but like still, I mean, like again, kudos, kudos, kudos to Miami, they did what they what we didn't know was possible, which is win on the road. In the ACC. Yeah. But, like, they did a good job. And you have to tip your hat to them. But, like, this was the series that I walked away going, shit, those might be two, like, non-top 25 programs. Like, those, like, you know, that's, like, the the 20 to 35 range programs. (laughs) Yeah. When I was thinking the North Carolina was a host two weeks ago. And Miami was a host two weeks ago.
1: And you know what's crazy, Micah, is that, I, I'll let you finish, but I kept seeing projections of ho- regional hosts all week long. Not one had North Carolina host.
0: Yeah. But, it's like, the, again, after the Georgia Tech series has kind of come down, like, you know, and, like, there is, like, I do my uh, bracketology, like, based off what has happened currently. I don't project forward. Unless, like, again, it's, like, a conference, like, for example, Davidson currently leads the, uh, why am I drawing like on the name of their conference now? Um, A-10. A-10, but like VCU is probably a better team. But like for now, I'll just keep Davidson there. But like, you know, or Dayton's even probably a better team. But, you know, there's also the argument like, you know, when I do my projections, I'm normally trying to, okay, what are you doing currently? Like, do I really think that, you know, Coastal Carolina, ECU, and Campbell all should be hosting regionals? Probably not. Probably two of them at the end of the day will will host, but this time they're top 16 teams, potentially. Yeah. So, like, I think Tennessee's going to fall out of the top 16, but for now, they're the 16th team for me, because there hasn't been enough data points to prove they shouldn't, but you know, when they lose their series against Vandy this weekend, hint hint, you know, (laughs) they (laughs) should fall out of the top 16. So... You know I don't project out like that, but again, like <laughs> like North Carolina, man, like I almost dropped him for my top twenty-five. If it weren't for the fact that a lot of top twenty-five teams lost series this weekend, I probably would have dropped him out. <laughs> I mean, for God's sake,s FGCU lost a series to Eastern Kentucky, and Nick, as someone that watched Eastern Kentucky Bellerman in a baseball game, they suck. <laughs> <laughs> like, like ETSU is bad at baseball, dude. And we would probably beat Eastern Kentucky in a series. <laughs> so bad, 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 bad. Also, uh, Georgia Tech fans, not to scare you or anything, but uh, Mercer just swept e- swept ETSU. You already lost a game to Wofford, and uh, ETSU at least beat Wofford once. So uh, good luck with your three game series against Mercer in May. But <laughs> but um, or a midweek. Sorry, I don't think three game series, it's just a midweek. But still. Um. Yeah, I
1: think Florida State has a three. Game yeah, series Florida State's
0: is the yeah. Florida State's is the three. So yeah. Good luck, Florida State. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, for real though, I mean, again, this was a this is by I think the most entertaining series though, because I mean, because every game you could tune into the eighth inning and there was something happening. <laughs> yeah. Like it I was never Martin like was it was never over. So. Kudos to that. And again, maybe you can make. Aren't two good teams were playing each other, and that's all that happened. And for for the sake of the conference, I hope that's the case. But uh, I'm my my opinion on Miami has not changed in terms of oh, like this team screams like a two seed or three seed in a regional. And you know, North Carolina just screams again. When I say fraudulent, I just mean not a top twenty team. Like they've been all year for honestly probably no reason. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, but anyways, that's that's what I have missed here. Anything else you want to add?
1: Not really. I think you pretty much covered it. Um, You know, I'll I'll give credit to UNC. Like, I thought maybe, I mean, I don't know. It's really weird. I guess when you put it all together, how Miami hasn't won a road game yet until this series, and UNC hasn't played anybody, like, I think that was the perfect kind of outcome for these two teams in terms of what we thought could happen. Right. Like, yeah, I know. I'm not really making a lot of sense here, but the outcome kind of made sense a little bit. Miami won two games by one and they lost a game by one.
0: Um, no, I mean, selfishly, like if you're a fan of the ACC, this was the perfect scenario. It nobody was. got, nobody got swept. You know, the, the value of North Carolina diminishes, but the value of Miami increases and North Carolina has plenty in front of them And has a lot of goodwill with their preseason rank To be just fine
1: Yeah, exactly So I still have Miami In my top 25 I think I had them 25th last week So they'll definitely go up for me this week I won't drop UNC a whole lot Maybe like a spot or two Depending on after I look at the rest of the scores Throughout the country uh, We'll see where I put them But again, dude It's it, it, not as bad as it could have been. Let's just put it that way. It could have been a hell of a lot worse. They could have gotten swept. Uh, Miami had opportunities to put up a lot more on the board, uh, but UNC still kind of needs to prove themselves. Like they got lost in college, and they're at Virginia Tech. So your next two series, like if you really want to be a top fifteen team, you have to win both. Of them.
0: Yeah. No, for sure.
1: Well.
0: Nick, I apologize for the wind. There's a storm coming in, so I'm going to start walking back towards my house. But, um, you know, let's move on. Let's uh, let's talk another triangle team. All right, Nick, I'm going to let you decide where this conversation goes because I don't know how I
1: feel. Okay.
0: Is Duke just a good ACC team? Again, both can be true, but I want you I want you to tell me what you think is more accurate. Duke is just a very good top half of the ACC team or Boston College is finally coming back down to earth.
1: Um, I think Duke is a good top half of the ACC because Boston College battled and not every game was like Every game was close, pretty much. Um, and it could have been a lot worse for BC, but game two, they battled back and they won that game, which was awesome to see. Um, I think Duke is just kind of, you know, they're the team in the ACC that's flying under the radar. Oh, they are, again, always on the cusp. Like
0: They are a tournament team if the season ended today, in my opinion. They, like, they should be they in a region.
1: I think today, after today – they snuck their, their, themselves in it after beating, you know, a number 11 team on the road. Like, they proved it that you're not on the bubble anymore. You, after this week, you're fully in. Like, I don't think there's any question anymore. You know, like you said, Duke will never get swept, but they'll never sweep. They might lose, lose a series to a team that they're not supposed to, but they also might beat a team – that they're not supposed to. So and this week they beat a team that some people thought they weren't supposed to beat, and they did. Um, And, you know, next week it could be the same thing where, oh, well, the schedule gets pretty hard for them. I mean, like, let me take the Georgia Tech series. Two out of three at home to Georgia Tech come mid-May, and it wouldn't really be that shocking, you know. Um, But Duke has a tough, tough battle in uh, the next two weeks with Louisville and then at Virginia. But anyway, I think this speaks more to Duke. And if you're BC, this is just kind of like the inexperience coming in. Um, I, I think BC will still be fine. Like It kind of reminded me a little bit of the Louisville series. They still battled. Nothing got out of hand. Um, they battled back in game two and one. Um, I'm not worried about bc see
0: my thing with bc and i think this is the best part in a way if i'm a bc fan to look at it is you right now scream the most dangerous two seed in the regional in a long time yeah because we know this team is capable of doing it like i think right now like like that's my biggest fear about virginia nick and in a way like i'm not happy about what's been happening over the last three weekends but like in a way Get the kinks out now. <laughs> like, Boston College, unless they just completely collapse, or not missing the tournament. So, work through these. Like, we're seeing a little bit of the lack of pitching depth. We're seeing some spotty hitting in situations. Well, like, they had just had their largest crowd in, in ballpark history at BC this weekend. Like, they're getting crowds. People are dialed in in Boston, which is not – like. Granted, the Red Sox kind of suck, but, like, that's always going to be a Red Sox town. And I don't mean to UBC, but there are two top 25 basal teams also within an hour of you <laughs> with yeah. Northeastern and UConn. So, you know, they got a lot to, to compete with. So, at, at the end of the day, like, this is a team that I think justifiably so should be a little bit, you know, like – home about what's happening like there's nothing there's like you said there's no panic like I am a little concerned when you lose one out of your last six like that is alarming but it's not anything crazy like especially when you've played like in Duke like this series is more alarming than the Louisville series because again like at home it is Duke like you know Louisville is acceptable but rebound next week will be fine so yeah like, the, no no panic button for me for BC. And then, again, Duke, I mean, they're going to be on my – uh when I post my fifth-quarter ballot tomorrow, Nick, they're going to be in my team's considered category for my top 25. So, you know, kudos
1: to Duke for that. But they, for me, they might sneak in because I'm um, – I, I considered them last week. They might be in for me. I don't know yet. I have to look around. But I like it. they're definitely a regional team. There's no doubt about that.
0: Yeah. Perfect. I love that.
1: But can All I right. ask you a question real quick? Yeah, what's up? If the season ended right now, who's the last team that gets in? Is it Duke or is it NC State? Who's that last team? Where do you draw the line?
0: For the NCAA tournament? yes oh dude nc state's a lock okay my my question is is it duke virginia tech or clemson i'm about to talk we're about to talk about clemson here in a minute but nick uh i think clemson's gonna be an ncaa tournament team
1: man dude i'm getting a little excited they're
0: 21 they're 21 and 15 their rpi is in the top 35 like they're playing they' like they're gonna have to continue the trajectory they're on but now they're a dirt like you know now they're in Durham so now they get a chance to you know like imagine if they play wake right in their pool play and get get one win against wake Whew. like that changes everything for them so yeah. we'll get to them in a minute but like I mean I, I think I think Duke like I would argue that Duke's a lock. Virginia Tech is probably like Virginia Tech and Clemson are the teams I'm debating for who would be the last ACC team in. Okay, like in terms, of, I mean that's it. Not saying that Duke is a lock, but like I would put their I put my confidence level above Virginia Tech and Clemson at this time. But I think Florida State's done. I mean, unless Pitt just goes on some magical run, they're under 500, and like they literally lost to Youngstown State, who has four wins going into that series this week. So, <laughs> you know, or that game, excuse me. So like you know they have some really bad losses, so they're probably done though. Like they would have had a sweep Virginia to really change that, like to like a maybe. Right now it's just a, still a no, but yeah no I think I mean I, I dude I, I stop worrying about NC State. Your RPI is eighth in the country, dude, and your schedule's only going to get easier. So unless you shit the bed, and that's the thing, Nick. You haven't shit the bed all year. Like Virginia no. didn't sweep you, BC didn't sweep you. Nobody has swept you, right? No. Well, besides Wake, 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 but like that's Wake, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, Wake sweep close. I'm not. No, so I, I'm not worried. Like if the season ended right now, I know State is, State is in. Like that's not what I was worried about. I was just asking generally. Like. Gotcha. If it ended right now, because for me right now, that's the line, is that State Duke area right now. Yours is oh, a little bit lower, uh, but that that was my genuine question. Yeah, I wasn't we're, worried about, like, we're State a, getting in or not.
0: We'll talk about it, but we're an eight-bit team minimum right now. Yeah. So, you'll be okay. But, all right, let's move on. Let's do Clemson-Notre Dame, and then we'll talk Virginia that way can prolong my pain a little longer um way to battle back honestly nick clemson and notre dame are two teams like notre dame should still be in consideration for the nsa they're not a team but like this was a series of two teams that were like flip who the home team is nick and i think notre dame wins the series (laughs) like this was a closely contested series Kudos to Clemson. They battled after the game. Like, one loss, Nick, I was like, uh (laughs) uh-oh. Like, are we about to be writing off Clemson for the rest of the year, too? But, like, dude, Clemson's probably a tournament team. Or, at the bare minimum, man, they're going to be on the, you know, the committees, like, all right, here's eight teams, blind resume, who we got in. And, like, Nick, this is – I hate to say this because I I really hate this part of college athletics. If it's Clemson and, let's say, William and Mary and I think the teams that would be on the bubble. Oh. So Washington, like, those Michigan. three teams. Yeah, Michigan. There's four spots left, right? Or one spot for those four teams. Like, Michigan has a chance with a big fan base. Well, we're talking college baseball fan base what team do you want in <laughs> Clemson? <100%. laughs> so like as much as I hate that side of college athletics, it might pay off for Clemson. <laughs> so that's why I waited so long to write off Florida state, because it's like, that's a brand that if they got hot, huh, the committee would love to have them in. So, I mean, I, I don't really want to talk that much about the series because dude, Cam Canarella is just a beast clemson phenomenal like weekend like nick i'm half tempted to take an extra day off of work this week to go watch georgia at clemson on tuesday because i'm already going down to south carolina wednesday so it's like do i just take one extra day off and go get a hotel in greenville for the night and go watch you know clemson and georgia would be sick so like because that way and i mean I hope nobody from ETSU listens to this podcast, because if so, I might get in trouble for saying this. But our RPI is 231, so I have the right to say this. It would be like the perfect combo of weekend of college baseball, Nick, because my plan would be Tuesday, Clemson, Georgia. Wednesday, (laughs) ETSU at Presbyterian College. Woo! (laughs) Thursday... Florida at South Carolina. Ooh. <laughs> right? Friday, ETSU at the Citadel in Charleston. And then Saturday, Sunday, Southern Miss at Coastal. Dude. So like I think you like, might
1: have to do a little palmetto road trip, dude.
0: That's like and like that way my appetizer is as is, is just as good as dessert. Because I mean again, no disrespect. Like, This is a shot at both Presbyterian and ETSU. Those are two teams with 220-plus RPIs. (laughs) Like, not great, Batman. (laughs) So, you know, but, yeah. So, anyways, (laughs) dude, I'm so pumped for Clemson. Like, I am willing to admit that now that Clemson and Wake is out of the way and Clemson and Virginia, unless I'm just completely tripping, do not play each other. I am now the biggest Clemson fan until the ACC tournament. And I probably will be, too, if they're not matched up with Virginia or Wake. Like, has Clemson played state yet? They haven't played them, right?
1: They play this weekend.
0: Oh, that. Sorry, Nick. <laughs> Go Tigers. <laughs> but is that, in, is that in Raleigh or is that in Clemson? It's in Raleigh. Ah, shit. You're going to win that series, aren't you? <laughs> but, you know, still, like, nonetheless, I mean, this is just exciting – so exciting for what we've got for Clemson. And again, like Notre Dame is not out of the picture yet. Like they probably needed this series, but they don't really have that many bad losses. So yeah, that's all I've got in this series. Anything else you want to add?
1: Um, Clemson starting to get hot, man. And as a state fan, I'm a little nervous playing them, uh, as they come into Raleigh next week. But, it's Dude, it's looking really good for the Tigers. Like, Don't let this team get hot because they are talented enough to do it. They're kind of in the same situation right now where, yeah, they have 22 wins, but the conference record is not that good. And it was the same thing like last year and how they missed the tournament. This team seems a little bit better. They, they get a little bit hotter. I think they can make it to Charlotte. Or I'm sorry, Durham. They can make it to Durham this year. Um, who knows? They could pull off an upset. I'm excited for this Clemson team. I won't be excited for them this weekend. But the rest of the series, I will be. So that's fine with me. Um, I mean,
0: dude, can we talk about Caden Grice for a minute? I know we talk about Cam Canarello dude, all the time. But like that kid, he's like, another
1: clutch player. Like, like,
0: like, I know you made the comment about, like, oh, he's the Shohei Otani of the ACC. Well, you know, and that, I'm not saying he's not because, you know, again, like – he's carrying Georgia tech, but I mean, for goodness sakes, man, like Grice, he did not get the win today. He gave up two earned. Like I think he was either in line for the loss or it was tied or whatever when he left. But like he, again, he single handedly beat Florida state last week between his pitching and then his grand slam. Like it is so like, I am so glad that we have some, we have multiple two-way players in college baseball on the ACC front right now. And, like, I'm a little sad, Nick, that I will not get to see Jack or, or Jack, Jake. Jack or Jake. I don't know. Can I can never say his last name right from Florida. But, Caglione, I think it's Caglione. Anyways, um, you know, because he pitches on Saturdays. But, like, he'll still play on Thursday. But like, we have some really great two-way players in college baseball right now. And we yeah. have two of them in our conference. <laughs> Fortunately, on teams that have been struggling, but we have two in our conference. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, they like you said, don't want this like, Nick, like, if Clemson wins this series, like, I, I don't want to, to ruin this for you, Nick, but if you lose this series to NC State this weekend, or sorry, excuse me, if you guys lose to Clemson this weekend, excuse me, it is, I'm afraid the national media is going to take it as NC State's overrated. And that's not how it should be, because you and I both know if Clemson wins this series, it's because they've woken up. Yeah, like which by the way, Nick, I, I'm curious if we can find a prop bet on the over under of uh dropped fly balls in the outfield for NC State because, like, I if you put it at anything less, like if it's one or over or one or less, I'm taking it easily.
1: Yeah, we're guaranteed
0: one a weekend, <laughs> probably guaranteed two a weekend. Like, I mean, it's the sun in uh at, at Doak Field is just unreal, I guess, <laughs> but <Honest. laughs> but you know. But, yeah, I just said butt three times, good gravy. So, yeah, that's all I've got. I think I'm ready
1: to rip the Band-Aid off if you're ready. I think you need to vent a little bit. So, just go ahead, Micah. What's going through your head with this Virginia team?
0: Bleep, bleep, bleep. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Virginia, honestly, it was frustrating. It, it was because I, I said they were going to sweep. I'm not, surpri- like, I'm not surprised they lost one. Like, it's just the ACC. And Pitt has been that team this year that just does not get swept. Minus, again, the one-off against North Carolina. But, I mean, even today, Nick, Virginia, like, they finally woke up late. If not, they were by Pitt. The pitching was not great. It, it was very, very similar to what we saw against Virginia Tech. To be frank. And it was very alarming. Um, But, dude, Pitt's pitching staff, their starters this weekend were unreal. Unreal. Like, they pitched out of their minds. Like, dude, I mean, my only thought process right now is that Pitt just did not throw a single one of their quality pieces. I need to go back and look at the box score against Kent State or Youngstown State. Because, dude, they like you would not have thought they played two mid- like both teams played two midweeks, and both had opposite like Virginia literally runwalled both their midweek games, <laughs> huh. and Pitt lost both their midweek games, and Kent State's probably the max best team in college baseball like in uh, on the max like they'll probably make the auto AQ for the max, but I mean Youngstown State is awful, <laughs> like terrible baseball. Great mascot, gotta love a team called the Penguins, but. Oh, my goodness, man. So, honestly, like, Virginia, they – why am I drawing a blank? I already knew this, and now I'm drawing a blank. I literally was about to talk about it. Uh, Virginia goes to Notre Dame. Yeah. Virginia goes to Notre Dame this weekend, um, and that will tell me everything I need to know because if they go and take the series in South Bend – Dude, it's college baseball. You're going to lose some games. And, like, like this was a wake-up call, man. Like I said, like, I think we learned this weekend that there is no team in the ACC. You can just walk in and just say, yeah, like, if we don't show up, we're just going to, you know, we're still going to sweep, no problem. Like, dude, we couldn't walk in to Georgia Tech right now and sleepwalk and, not w- and, and sweep. And they're by far the best team in this conference. Like, you have to be on your game. Virginia today, down like the, the, the positive takeaway I have is down the stretch when I think the light bulb signs or whatever you want to call it were going off. That holy shit, we're about to get swept by an under 500 pit. You turned it on, and like credit to Pitt, like, Virginia took the lead, Pitt battled back to get it within two. What does Virginia do? Insurance runs pit battles back again insurance runs like Virginia kept like I was so mad Nick hit a home run of I mean, five to four maybe five to three like in the seventh or eight it was the top of the eighth I'm like oh my gosh are we really is six four or six four I'm like is Jay Wolfork about to blow this game or six five maybe what was the final score eight to five
1: uh eight to five
0: yeah so it was six to five then And I'm just like, are you got, you got to be kidding me? Like, are we about to just choke this game away? Because, like, the pitching was not great this weekend for Virginia. But what did they do? They found two in the bottom of the eighth. So they started to match, like, what Virginia has done this year. Like, there's been weekend and games where Virginia has not been great. And it is a cause for concern for sure. But also, I mean, minus Wake Forest, like, Every pitching staff in college baseball has been having this problem. <laughs> Balls are juice. Let's just call it what it is. But <laughs> but you know, honestly, man, tip I tip my hat to pit. Like I the only the only frustration I have, Nick, about this whole thing is the fact that Pitt lost to Youngstown State and Kent State in the midweek. <laughs> Like, even if Pitt, like, if Pitt would have just lost to Kent State at Kent State in the midweek, you know, the Wednesday before going to Charlottesville, fine. Yeah. Like, midweek crap happens all the time. It is what it is. But that Youngstown State loss <laughs> at home, like, and then the worst was I called that on the podcast. I was like, wow, watch this Pitt team, like, struggle in the midweek. Because <laughs> they lost, you know, when we recorded on Monday night, so they lost on Monday. And I was like, Kent State they sure enough they did but like again they like they I'm frustrated and sad as a Virginia fan because that's just not a series you want to lose but as a fan of college baseball and the beauty that is like the grit that it takes to play this game Pitt showed that like they they literally, won because of heart this weekend just to be frank (laughs) they wanted it more than Virginia did yeah, and for that reason, I'm not that upset. Like, I'm upset to get at Virginia. Like, hey, you gotta, you gotta want it. But like, again, Virginia is the number five team in the country, and the Pitt Panthers are floating right now. Like, the RPI was like 137 entering the game. Now they're in the top 100 again. So shout out to Pitt. The because I was so mad, Nick. Remember I tweeted out last week or maybe a week and a half ago. Like, Virginia and NC State were the only two teams without quad three and quad four losses. Well, technically, when they lost two games to Pitt, (laughs) or sorry, when they lost the first game to Pitt, they finally got their first quad three loss because Pitt was outside the top 100. And then they bumped back up. to beat Virginia again. So I was like, shut up, Pitt. Just helping us out here.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But
0: giving us that quality loss. Thank you, guys. But, no, I mean, seriously, though, Virginia's RPI is still sixth or seventh right now. Like, they're they're, they're still in the prime hosting condition. You know, at the end of the day, you just want to be a top four seed in the AC tournament because any one-and-one one split automatically goes to you. So, at the end of the day, you're just trying to win the ballgames, man. Like, like, stay where you're at, Virginia. Like, go to South Bend, take care of business. I, I, I'm just more intrigued to see, because I, I mentioned it earlier in the show, like, I don't know if Pick can sustain that, man. They were so good. Like, maybe they can, but I do think now there's a a much more – it's gonna be a lot less unlike or less, lot less likely that teams are gonna sleep on pit now. Yeah, like because they're gonna go like any coach could go, top five team in the country, lost the series, could have gotten swept. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of really all I have. Like, darn it, Virginia, but <laughs> regroup, go to South Bend, take care of business. Well, uh, I'll pretend like it never happened. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like, if you're Virginia, I'm not worried. Um, I think you just got – you caught Pitt at their best. And I think when Pitt's at their best, like, they're a talented group. They really yeah. are. Like, I for this Pitt program to break out at some point. I remember in, you know, 2021, they were in line to host a regional. And they got swept by NC State. And then they got swept by a terrible – Wake Forest team that didn't even make it to Charlotte that year. Yeah, and then what happens? They fall out of a you know the top four seeds, or at least at the top I don't know six, at least in the ACC, and they fall all the way to nine. Yeah, and they don't even they they don't even get a win. So since then, I've been winning for pitchers out, and they just have and. They they have sparks here and there. Like today, wh- this weekend was a spark. It was nice to see. But can they sustain it? Well, dude, you got you got West Virginia, which is a quality team, which would be a big win for them. Yes. And guess what? You got Wake coming to town, and then they have a random series against Cal Berkeley, which is funny to me. But like this, they have. Not the worst schedule in the war- world after Wake. They're at Georgia Tech, Miami, at NC State. Like, it could be a little bit worse. That is pretty bad. But, I mean, if for some weird reason Pitt can sustain this, which I think I'm with you, my guy, I don't know if they can. If they can, you know, they're looking at like a number nine seed in the ACC tournament and could potentially. Pull off an offset like they did last year. I
0: mean, last they're what the, year, they're ten, the ten seed right? Finals. They're the ten seed right now. Like, like I don't know if you've looked. I mean, I didn't like. I should have posted the records with the, you know, with the pool. Like, like Pitt is one win away and a loss from like NC State and like like they're, they're like two a game and a half back of a, of five.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So like it, it's pretty like Virginia is only like three or and a half games back from being like an eight.
1: <laughs> so
0: there's plenty of baseball left for that to happen
1: i know so, and like this team can get hot when when they're when they're in durham they did it last year they went to the semifinals. yeah you know they got out of that whatever group they were in by going two and oh so you never know yeah
0: well all right that wraps up this week's games past week's game i should say let's talk midweeks and then let's predict our series and then Let's call it a night, Nick. So, midweeks. I think it really comes down to two games. and We've talked about both of them already, or at least mentioned them. So, selfishly, I will take Georgia and Clemson it's because I'm hoping to be there. However, Pitt-West Virginia should
1: be up for conversation. Gotcha. So, is that what you're taking, Clemson and Georgia? I am okay i will be now did you say that louisville is playing indiana this week yes
0: or is it kentucky i think it's louisville most positive it's louisville
1: Lu- Let me so check acc oh wait i'm stupid yeah oh wait I, yeah okay you're right you're right i was looking way farther ahead of the schedule well like i can tell you what my midweek game will be for may 9th so uh, (laughs) i'll I'll let you know about that when when we get to it but i will take louisville at indiana um indiana is one of the better teams in the big Mm 10 big 10 not a baseball conference really Mm -hmm. like they have a You know, they'll probably get, what, four or five teams in, Nebraska, Michigan, Indiana. (laughs) I I think they get three. (laughs) Three? Is it those three that I just said? Yeah.
0: Oh, I forgot about this midweek. Ooh, I might change it, Nick. Who do you have? William and Mary at Duke. Did you see that William and Mary won their series against Elon this weekend? That's huge. Like –
1: that's huge.
0: I mean, I like again. I and then Charlotte, North Carolina, in, in uh, that's actually at UNC. But like Auburn, Georgia. Oh, darn it. I just fell for it, Nick. <laughs> I fell for Auburn, Georgia Tech. But we got UConn, <laughs> BC too. I mean, oh goodness, this is a, this is a lot better. I mean, we say, that we had last week. That's for dang on sure. Yeah. But I'm still sticking with Georgia and Clemson. But Duke, William and Mary, honorable mention for me. <laughs> but continue on. uh, on your beautiful selection.
1: Yeah. So I think I'll go Louisville, Indiana. Um, Louisville needs this kind of win, uh, just to kind of like build up a little, not that they need to, I mean, granted they, they swept Boston college last week. They ran into a buzzsaw of wake forest. They were lucky to get one out of that. Like they're a talented team. Um, but if they can beat Indiana and they go on the road and beat Duke two out of three, like, that's huge. They, the slate for Indi, for Louisville is so enticing, my like They're at Indiana, at Duke for three, at Kentucky. Hopefully, somehow, some way they can get in that second game of Kentucky. And then they play Miami. Yeah. So I'm excited for Louisville down the stretch, but that's my midweek game of the week is uh, Louisville-Indiana.
0: I like it. I like it.
1: All right. Well, it's that time of the show.
0: We picked the ACC weekends. I guess we'll just go in order as the calendar likes to give it to us on the ACC website. So, Nick, if you want to follow along, feel free. We kick it off with Clemson at NC State. <sighs> do I do it, Nick? Yeah, I'm going to do it, Nick. You're Welcome. And by your are welcome, I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, everyone go back Clemson now. NC State sweep. Oh, my
1: God. That is exactly not what I thought you were going to say.
0: NC State sweep. I think that, like, Clemson's a good team. Dude, I think, like, Clemson is getting hot. But NC State is so overrated that, like, or underrated, excuse me, not overrated. Underrated. And no one's really talking about it. So for that reason alone, I'm feeling very confident that this is a series that
1: NC State should take, and probably emphatically. Wow, man. That is not what I thought you were going to say. I'll take State, but I will take them two out of three. Um, I think Clemson is just good enough to take advantage of any kind of mistake. NC State will make on the field. Uh, I think Cam is really good. I think Carter Grice is phenomenal. Uh, Their pitching is not bad up and down. Uh, I think we State can take advantage of that bullpen, but we'll see. I mean, State starters have really ran into a groove lately, and if it really just comes down to the errors and timely hitting, if we can do that, State can sweep this. But I think Clemson is just good enough to take advantage of a game where State isn't on their A game. Um, so I'll take the pack two out of three at home.
0: I like that. And it's probably the best case scenario for the ACC too. Yeah. All right. Louisville at Duke. Nick, give me the Dukeys. Two of three. Ooh. Okay. This game, these games are at Burl, uh, good old Bull Durham Ballpark. I know it's not called that, but it sounds cooler than calling it Durham Bull Athletic Park. But you know, I'm still not sold on Louisville, and I think like Duke ha- does not have that signature win yet. Like they didn't win the series against Carolina. I mean, obviously, like they split against Virginia Tech in the two they played. I mean, yes, the BC series is is nice, but unfortunately I kind of feel like people are like, I, I don't know if that's getting talked about enough in college baseball to be Frank. Like I haven't seen a lot about it. So like, I think if they could do it back to back weekends between BC and Louisville, you know, that's going to, that's going to speak volumes for who they are as a program. So give me the, give me give me the, give me the dookies. All
1: right. Um, I, I'll, I'll go, I'll go opposite of you. I'll take Louisville two out of three. Um, I think it's a close game. I, I think every ser- every game in this series will be close. Um, I think Louisville, again, like I just said, after the Indiana series, if they can get two out of three, they're really cruising after Wake. like No one should think that Louisville is all of a sudden bad because they lost two out of three away. Wake. I don't think anyone's <laughs> thinking that either. Uh, this is a good, good ball club. If they can beat Sweet Boston College, I think they can get two out of three on the road at Duke. So I'll take them, uh, but I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if Duke won this series, too. So But I'll take Louisville.
0: I like it. All right. We move on to Virginia at Notre Dame. Virginia bounces back. They're not sweeping, but I'll take Virginia two out of three.
1: I'll take Virginia two out of three as well. Yeah, I mean, this just –
0: I don't think Virginia loses back-to-back series. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, this is going to be, I think, a lot closer of a series and people want to talk about. Notre Dame is going to be frustrated because they, rightfully so, could believe that they should have won that series both against North Carolina but also Clemson this past weekend. So, But, again, Virginia should come in – hopefully come in a little fired up too after what happened this weekend against Pitt. So – uh, I don't expect Virginia to overlook this series, but Boston College at North Carolina, which Nick is actually my series of the weekend in the ACC, because these I are like two it. teams. These are two teams that are top twenty-five teams trending in the wrong direction. Something's got to give, and unfortunately, I think North Carolina takes two or three. I really do think that. Like, I'm not saying BC is overrated, but they might honestly be just a 3 seed in a regional man. Like, that Tennessee win is looking less and less impressive as the days go by. And, you know, again, they, they lost to UConn but beat Northeastern, like, you know, or maybe it's the other way around. It's it's one or the other. I know that. They didn't win both. But, you know, they, they struggled in their midweeks this past weekend against both Harvard and – who was the other one? Was it – BU doesn't have baseball. But is it Dartmouth maybe? Another Ivy League school. But, like, they I struggled – I Dartmouth. Yeah. I think Dartmouth on the road, and then Harvard was at home, but they, you know, they struggled in their midweeks. They, you know, rightfully so, did not look very good this past weekend, just in general, um, you know, from a standpoint. And I mean, again, if you ask me to run back that Virginia Tech series, dude, I'm probably taking the Hokies. Um, you know, run back some of these series, and it's just you know, I think they run back the NC State series, man. I think I think you guys take it in two or three. So. I think they I think right now they're in their they're in their valley, and I don't think they're done. Man. this is still an NCAA tournament team. This is still a team that like come tournament time, even come ACC tournament time. I want to be you know putting a, a spotlight on, but right now they just they need a get right series, and North Carolina is not the right team, especially on the road, to be getting a get right series with. So, give me the Tar Heels in two or three.
1: Yeah, I think I'm gonna join you on this one. I, I I was gonna go BC, but I think for the pure fact that this is at home, and I don't know why, Micah. Maybe you know this. I don't know if you probably will or not. Game two is in Raleigh, on the ACC website. So I don't, I don't know why that it says that. Maybe that was an error, but it has it has said that for the last couple of weeks. Don't know why. Um, but yeah, I think you 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 put it perfectly. Both teams are trending in the wrong direction, uh, especially BC. I think this will hurt BC more if they lose this than it will if North Carolina does, because you know North Carolina loses to BC two out of three. Well, BC still has a lot to hang their hat on. Like Carolina just ran into a great team, but. If B.C. loses, everyone's going to think they're frauds. They've lost three series in a row, which Carolina has not. Um, I think this is more detrimental to B.C. than it is Carolina at the moment. So, I think UNC wins purely based off of it's at home.
0: Yeah, and just so you're aware, it's Zach Gallon bobblehead day at the Bosch. So, uh, definitely not playing in Raleigh. So, Shout out to the ACC. Like clearly, you know, it really does just mean less, man. Plain and simple, just means less. Yeah. But, um, yeah. No, I I like the the takeaway there. Wake Forest and Pitt. Oh, this is tough, Nick. Give me give me Wake Forest two of three, and by tough I mean like we'll Wake Forest sweep tough, not will Pitt win this series. I think like Pitt has yet to be swept this year because it's in Pittsburgh. They're gonna be riding some momentum. I want to think they'll get one. So uh, give me Pitt to take one. This is probably a terrible take. But, I mean, if Pitt pitches anything close to what they did against Virginia, again, like, they don't have the better arms in any of the starting pitching matchups. But if, again, we get a, a, a more rocky Rhett Louder or if Sean Sullivan comes back to, like, being a human, then, and then maybe we're at a situation where Pitt gets one. So... Give me, and i also think too there's going to be a really great crowd on hand because you know pit fans they're, they're i mean I hate to say it but they're very bandwagon <laughs> and this is the perfect time to hop on the bandwagon if you're a pit fan so especially yeah. if they can beat west virginia in the midweek at home on wednesday but that's a wednesday game is that correct wednesday wednesday tuesday wednesday wednesday yeah so yeah um give me the give me the, you know, i was giving the deeks but two or three sounds sounds right to me
1: I'll take the Deeks in a sweep. Um, I think this is like wake's easiest opponent opponent. I'm sorry. Wake's easiest opponent, uh, so far this year. And I think they can take advantage of that. Um,
0: Mm, I disagree.
1: They had Notre Dame at at home, but still true that there, there is that, uh, no, I still, I still think, I still think this is the easiest, in my opinion. Pitt has some pretty bad losses; they have a losing record. Um, although I will say, you're right when you say West Virginia. That game will be huge for them if they can win that and keep riding momentum. Uh, then Wake might run into an issue, but I think this ball club is just too good. For that to phase them, uh, I'll take the Wake Forest in a sweep.
0: Okay. All right, two more series is remain. Georgia Tech heads to Miami. Give me the Canes, and they sweep them.
1: Ooh. Wow.
0: I mean, Miami wow. is done. I mean, they swept NC State at home. So why why can't they sweep this struggling Georgia Tech team at home?
1: They lo- They won two out of three. I thought they swept nope. them. No, they swept them. You sure? I'm 100% sure. You sure? State actually should have won two out of three, if we're being frank.
0: <laughs> Hold on. I'm almost positive you're wrong. Let's see. Oh, they did. That's where they got killed on Sunday. You're right. They swept Virginia Tech. That's who I mixed up. My fault. And they swept Florida State, but that doesn't again not mean much. Okay, sorry, sorry, NC State fans, I didn't mean to to write you guys off like that. But still, they took two of three against NC State. that They can easily sweep Georgia
1: Tech. Yeah, I, I can see that happening. I, I think I think something's got to spark for Georgia Tech. Like I, I would hate to see them get swept two weeks in a row. Um, I think they can get one. I'll give them, for all you Georgia Tech fans that listen to us, I'm going to give you one at Miami. I think you can get it done.
0: Man, a pity win. Brutal. We've stooped that low for these guys now. Those poor, poor, poor poor Georgia Tech fans. All right. We move on. We've got one series remaining. Virginia Tech heads to Florida State. Dude, this feels so, like, my gut's saying pick Florida State. I hate that. I hate, like, like, because, I don't know, man. Like, Virginia Tech is playing a lot better ball, and I think they're the better team, but, like, Florida State is Florida State, and it's in Tallahassee, and, like, yeah, screw it. Virginia Tech takes two of three. I kind of, like, the way the teams are, like, trending right now, I would say sweep. But Clemson only took two of three, and, and like sweeping in Tallahassee would be very impressive. So, give me give me the Hokies in two of three. But man, my gut is like, like, I, like my body's like, no, no, take Florida State, take Florida State. I'm just gonna use, I'm just gonna use my brain here. Give me, give me Virginia Tech. Oh, but
1: Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you.
0: Sorry, can my you friend me? called me. So, yeah, I can hear you.
1: Oh, oh okay. You're good. You're, your friend called you?
0: Yeah, so it bumped me off for a minute.
1: Uh, we'll tell him that I'm taking the Hokies two out of three as well.
0: Okay, I'll let him know. He's a Louisville guy, so I don't think he'll care too much. But uh, <laughs> um, I'll let him know that, we, uh, that I have Duke winning two of three against Louisville. But, um, yeah, so – I mean, this is a lot lighter of a slate than it has been, but that's the great thing right now about the ACC is that there's no such thing as is. i uh, sorry. Every every series is meaningful right now because nobody's out of it. Like again, if you're in the top ten of the ACC, you're in the NCAA tournament consideration. Yeah. So, and, and nobody's really out of the top ten. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. Unreal. I think That's all I've got. I mean, this was a, a good weekend of ACC baseball. It was – I think we're – again, we're we're, <laughs> we're trending into a, another great series in general. So, again, that's all I've really got. Is there anything you want to add before we, we call it a night?
1: Uh, not really, man. Uh, it was a lot of fun seeing you up at App. Um, again, great time. Um, no, just another great week of ACC baseball. A great – week of baseball in general i i was able to catch some other series lsu kentucky was awesome uh i caught old miss mississippi state that that was just college baseball at its finest right there i thought that game two was amazing uh just that whole atmosphere was great a lot of great college baseball just all around alabama auburn um it's a shame. One of the Big Ten series I was kind of looking forward to got postponed. I think it was Rutgers and somebody else. I don't remember. Um, but, no, nah, it was another great week, man, and I can't wait to do it all over again.
0: Yes, sir. All right, well, Nick, you would be uh, sad to know that the closest seat I can get directly behind home plate – for Clemson in Georgia is like six rows back and it's 40 bucks. So that just will unfortunately not be happening in terms of like me being able to chirp the umpires, but that's okay. <laughs> you win some, you lose some, but as always, everybody, thank you for listening. Uh, it just means a little bit less here in AC country. And uh, as always go ACC.